You and I? Yeah. All right, dude, pick up your microphone. Let's start this thing. All right, we're starting. What is up, everybody? Episode 210 here of the Ted Jones World Podcast. We have my videographer, aspiring young comic, Shuey Fear. Shuey, uh, let's clank these microphones, brother. Clink it up. How are you doing, Shuey Fear? How's everything, Mal? Doing so good. You were doing so good. You were just Very in well. Atlanta, your hometown. Yes, sir. Just got that? back. It what was. Were you, what were you doing? I was visiting family, working remote. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just uh, hadn't seen them in a while. Uh-huh. Got to spend time with the fam. Nice. You know, it's always good. I don't know. <laughs> do, you, do you have any sisters? Uh, I did. You did? I did. Oh, my. She passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, this got deep fast. Oh, wow. It right. did just get super deep really fast. So, yeah. Shuey came over. We'll get a little bit less deep. Shuey mm-hmm. came over um, to do a behind-the-scenes interview, getting to know Ted Jones Part 2. But, bro, I feel like you and I met super fast. We met at Gotham Comedy Club, by the way, one time. This kid was performing, and I was there for the show. We started to get to talking, and found out that Shuey does video. Does great video. Does great work. What's your Instagram, by the way? Just shout Shuey out. Fear. So, we yeah. met... And, um, dude, that was probably, like, what, two and a half, three months ago now? Just Something about. Something like that. Yeah. And um, you become a very reliable person to um, to just do some freaking content stuff with, man. So that's been great. Yep. Content is king right now. Absolutely, bro. Yeah. So just kind of, um, I guess, let the viewers and listeners know how you moved to New York and what you've kind of been doing here. Because, um, I mean, you've been in, the, uh, been in the game a few months now. Yeah, I mean, I've been in New York now for a number of years. I came here for college. I went to a small Jewish school called Turo in Queens, and I was studying psychology. I was going to be a psychologist, applied to, like, Ph.D. programs and everything, did the whole spiel, Mm -hmm. which sucked. Um, Got my first job out of college at a school. COVID hit, and I sort of realized, oh, I don't want to deal with people other people's emotional issues it's just too exhausting for myself and so I hit this like wall and just didn't know what to do or where I was going to go with my life and COVID was a good time to think about all that stuff for sure yeah yeah and then I came up to New York uh to clean out my apartment uh up in the Washington Heights in the Bronx yeah um and then I went to a comedy show uh, for this comic, Sam Morrill. Yeah. Who you guys, if you guys know comedy, you should know Sam. Uh, Sam, a very successful comedian. But y- you went to a show and he was performing? He was performing. I approached him afterward. I said, I do video work. Let's go. You see this? This kid also hops into DMs. Whose DM did you hop into that we spoke about for a moment? Lindsay Metzler from We Met at Acme. He hopped in the DM. Mm-hmm. He's like, do you have anyone shooting your show at Caroline's in Times Square in... April, I don't know when April. it is. And yep. she said no, and now look at him. Now he's freaking working. But anyways, continue the story about Sam. Go ahead. Yeah, so I just went up to him. I said, yo, your friend Mark is killing the YouTube game. If you want someone to make similar content for your channel, uh, I could be your guy. Who's his friend Mark? Mark Norman. Oh, wow, nice. Look at this guy just freaking on the first name basis. And also, yeah, Mark Norman has done your shows before. Shuey also produces comedy shows yep. as well, guys. So mm-hmm. next show you get to. When is your next show? Do you I know yet? I think February 22nd. Okay, well, you guys check his profile, and uh, you'll, you'll make sure that uh, you make sure you get to that one. But you've had a good lineup a, f- a few of these times. Uh-huh. No? Yeah. That's great. And the turnout's been good? Turnout has been consistently good. That's great, dude. Yeah. That's great. I don't so know how it happens. So it just what's the, well, people love comedy, bro. That's how it's mm-hmm. happening. And then also, it's just, um, I think it's getting better and better. Like this past summer, the attendance that we had for comedy night with Ted Jones and Ted Jones comedy show has been great. Yeah. And oh, then the yeah. Pa- in the summer, you know, and then in the past like two months, it's been spotty, but 
um, I'm seeing an upward trend. So For that's, sure. That's yeah. been great. People weather, love comedy. Weather is a huge factor. Weather permitting also. Like, you know, if, if it's a really snowy night, people don't really like to go out. Really rainy night. But Friday, Saturday usually have, mm-hmm. you know, a good uh, sense of people kind of going out because people want to do shit on Friday and Saturday, wherever you guys live. I don't know. Where do you go? You living in Kansas? You knocking over the mailboxes? You ever do that in Georgia with the with the um, baseball bats? Freaking you're driving by and you just start knocking all those mailboxes? No, man. Really we're not like animals. We're not, know, we're not the bench up. warmers. I don't know. Where'd you go to high school in Atlanta? Oh, did you tell me this? I went to high school for one year in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, and then you moved to Philly. We gonna, talked yeah. About this. Went to, so you're mm-hmm. oh, you Philly boy. I love Philly. Philly's a huge part of my my, I don't know. We're in Philly, by the way. We didn't talk about this. You're, you don't know. You Lower like. Marion. Lower Marion. Oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant went to Lower Marion High School. Yes, which sir. I'm sure you know. My mother went to Harriton High School, which I'm sure you know now that we're talking about this. Harriton. I don't know yes. where that is. Like very close to Lower Marion. High Interesting. You never heard of Harriton? I thought you guys were no. like sports rivals. Well, did you go to Lower Marion or did you go to Jewish school there? I went to Jewish school. What was the Jewish school name? It's called Kohelet. Kohelet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So you and I both being Jewish, we have a lot in common. Besides mm-hmm. us just both being Jewish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> both producing shows, doing comedy, and um, I don't know. Do you like tennis? You're not a vegan. I'm, so maybe we don't have that much in common, Chewy. I'm not a vegan. I don't play tennis. You're kosher, though. I am. I'm, yeah, I'm kosher. Bro, one of my favorite things about you is you, um, uh, I don't know how to, s- observing Shabbat. Yeah. You observe Shabbat. So for those of you who don't know, from the hours of sundown, on Friday to mm-hmm. sundown on Saturday, you do not use your phone. You don't work. Um, do you travel a little bit? Are you allowed to do that? Um, no, but uh, I do walk a lot. Okay, you yeah. don't turn off the lights though, right? No, no. no that's and uh, some people also uh, who observe Shabbat like th- they turn their refrigerator lights off. That's like if you get really intense. You've heard of that, right? I think we do that. You turn off your refrigerator light. I think or my, maybe you have my it roommate. Set. Yeah. You have it set. Oh, so your roommates are Jewish too. Mm-hmm. How many Jewish roommates do you have? I live with three guys. And they're all uh, conservative like you? Or would you say you're conservative? I'm more like Orthodox, traditional. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Orthodox, traditional. And so for the most part, you found your roommates through the Jewish community? We we all, most of us grew up together. Oh, in yeah. Atlanta. Or mm-hmm. in Philly. Yeah, Atlanta. Uh, two of my roommates are from Atlanta. Nice. Shout so out Shimon. Shout out. Shout out Shimon. Elliot. Shout out Elliot. Yeah. But uh, one interesting thing also besides you uh, observing Shabbat, which I think is very cool, that gets your screen time down quite a bit. But you had a disaster recently. Oh, my God. In your apartment, man. Yeah. So let's just talk about that quickly and just talk about how um, I kind of relayed to you that I was never going to even bother with rental insurance. But now, you know, hearing what happened to you, it's something that everybody should really think about. Yeah, yeah. God, God, like squirted all over my apartment. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm actually. I was at my nephew's bris in Long Island, and I get a call from my roommate, and he's just like, "Dude, you have to come back, come back right now." And I'm like, "Why?" He's oh, like, yeah, yeah. "I don't know." I woke up this morning. I just heard like this fl- this flushing noise coming from downstairs, and like the whole entire basement is just three inches underwater. Your room is demolished, and I, I I didn't even know what to do. As you guys can see here yeah. in this video, you'll see the water damage right here to Shuey's. This is like no joke. This is not a leak, okay? This is a full-on Noah's Ark situation, flood, tsunami. I cannot believe that this happened to your apartment. How quickly did the landlord really um, give you your whatever the hell you needed in that particular time? Like, did he put you up in a hotel? How did it work? 
No, he they didn't do anything. Initially or what? At all. So, I mean, I'm not paying rent. Yeah, you're not paying rent. I'm so not, does that mean you're just not paying your portion of the rent? I'm not. None of us are paying rent right now because, like, I mean, first of all, what they did was just, like, bring in all these vacuums to wa- get all the water out and make yeah. sure no mold was coming totally, in. Totally, totally. And then they tore down my room and everything. Incredibly stressful experience. Um, but, yeah, then the landlord guy called me up and, like, basically explained the building insurance covers all this shit. We have no responsibility to reimburse you for anything that was ruined. Sure. We have no responsibility to even pay for your housing. But did you have renter's insurance? No. Okay. I did not have renter's insurance, and I I didn't even know what that was until this fiasco. So I think if your landlord is telling you that they're not responsible for the building in terms of a flood, one, that sounds like it doesn't make any sense, but maybe the management company of the building and the owner are two separate people. They might so be. you reaching out to the management company, the management company and the building owners might be two separate people. So while this does sound sketch, I understand that, um, you know, and especially in a crazy situation like this, that costs thousands upon thousands of dollars in damage. Um, you know, there's gotta be some time for the management company and the actual building itself to link and, you know, make sure everything's right. Like for example, here in my apartment, I haven't had gas in months. Like, four months, I haven't had gas. Really? So like, if I wanted a hot plate, the management company would pay for it. They pay for an $80, $80 hot plate, and I can just make my, whatever it is, beans and chickpeas on the hot plate. But I don't have a hot plate right now. And the issue is, it's with Con Ed. Con Ed is having the issue with the gas in the building. It's from their pipe. So it's not the building management's responsibility. It's the city's. But while... The uh, um, management company is being very reasonable. They're giving me, you know, a discount on my rent because I don't have gas and haven't had it for a long time. G- just cooking gas. You know, we still have heat in the apartment, obviously, so I can still live here. But um, a lot of issues happen in New York City, especially in these old ass buildings. That but like, are you implying there. that like somehow someone's responsible to pay for like my living situation until I, well, it gets fixed? So, well, you, um, I think in paying for your living situation, I think that. You not paying rent, I think, is part of you. Like, that's what you're getting. You know, like, you being reimbursed however much money you're paying in rent, whatever, if it's, like, 1500 and then you split it four ways, whatever it is, you are not responsible for paying for your rent. And I think that's what, um, that's the kind of payback you're getting, I think. Okay. But it it also doesn't hurt to call the, um, you know, call 311, call the New York City Housing Department. We did. We did all that. Yeah. And if you guys have an issue, also, you live in New York City, there's, you know, stuff that happens all the time. 311 is usually a good. They weren't uh, helpful. They they were not. Yeah. Well, what did they say? They're like, you got to go to court and figure it out. The long way. Figure it out the hard way. Honestly, I don't even know. My roommate dealt with it. And no, you got to yeah. get on that. Well, if you're not paying rent, like, whatever to you. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, I'm you, just. As long, as long as you don't want, like, extra money and you're good just not paying rent, it's fresh. Yes. You know? Yes. You're still getting gigs here and there. You know, obviously, we're working together. I know you're working outside of just us, too, um, speaking with other comics. But I also want to, um, you know, you s- touched on this very briefly in the beginning. I want to stress the importance, guys, of reaching out to people in the, in the DMs, all right? You look at sometimes, you look at the Ted Jones comedy show lineups, you look at the comedy night with Ted Jones lineups, and you're like, how did Ted get these comics to do the show? Like, does he know these comics personally? Most of the time I do, but some of the times, guys, I'll just shoot out a DM to a random person. Maybe we'll follow the same amount of people so they'll feel more obligated to respond. Or in general, we have shows in cool freaking places, so people want to do them. But mm-hmm. I think... There is so much to be said behind sending the cold DM. 
It's better than sending a cold email. You know, cold emails, you have much more of an excuse to ignore it, right? Like, I get cold emails a few times here and there when, you know, comics are trying to um, get a spot, whatever it is. But, like, if I see a person on Instagram and maybe they're doing other shows, I have, like, a better view of what they are doing in particular in comedy. Maybe if they um, are interested in film or whatever it is, I think you have, like, a better view on someone when they're on Instagram. And if you look on Shuey Fear's page here, you'll see that he puts together a lot of videos, content, also does comedy. So you get a better image of kind of what you are and what you do, you know? Yeah. So when did you start DMing people on Instagram and kind of trying to get your way or make it, make your moves around the city? Oh, man. Um, like who was really the first person, if you remember, DMing, if it wasn't Sam? That I DMed yeah. f- to, to get experience or to yeah, film a show? If, yeah, dude. Even if someone didn't respond to you, like you DMed uh, Robert Downey Jr. and maybe he didn't get back to you or someone like that. I, I, d- I DM a, a lot of people. Let's go. Dude, I I do too. I DM my like my favorite like singers and like rappers and stuff. Oh yeah, dude. I don't know. I reached out to Rich Brian. Uh, He's just a an Asian uh, rapper that I that I love. Um, He's just a cool dude. He's hilarious on Twitter. Maybe yeah, Uh, or just saying like appreciate your work. I've 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 also like wanted to work for Eighty Eight Rising, which is like their dope label. So I don't know. I read what Ted was saying. Don't be afraid of the email. Don't be afraid of the DM because like especially people, people need stuff to get done for their companies, for their businesses, for their brands. And if you offer like this is what I always do. I just say, hey, I'd love to film for you for free the first time. If you like my services, feel free to pay me the next time. If you don't, don't hire me again. You mentioned the next time and paying or you just say I would love to do it for free. I usually start with that. So you start the, I would love to do it for free, mm-hmm. but you don't put that back end part uh, of the paying. Do you, do you say that in the first message or you say, I'd love to shoot you? I'll talk to them about it in person usually. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Cause you don't want to maybe just like jump the gun and be like, look, I'll do it for free, but you better hire me the second time. It's more of just like, yeah. look, it's going to value me cause I'm going to be exposed to this cool shit that I hopefully get to do for you. And then it values you cause you're getting it for free. Second time, if we want to do it again. Great. If we don't, great. Whatever. We'll get into the, you know, getting the next person's uh, set or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. But then I started, like, producing these shows. Yes. Then, like, you have to, like, DM Absolutely. Comics. Absolutely. And you are, I mean, you're seeing comics wherever. When you're at the stand and, you know, my mm-hmm. shows or you're at um, another comedy venue, you're just DMing them. You do it in person for the most part or no? I mean, I'll, I, I, I talked to Eric Andre last night. Where? At the stand. He's at the stand? Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. He might do my show on in, on February 22nd. Let's go. That's a good get, man. Yeah. Also, right. Ryan Long. Ryan Long. Okay, cool. You did um, Ted Jones Comedy Show, I think, like two months ago. He was on here? He was on the Ted Jones Comedy Show, not the podcast. Oh, okay. He did our comedy show. Is he on the next one? Did I, uh, did I not see that? Um, which date? I don't know. What's today? Today is Monday, February 7th, tonight. We have the Ted Jones Comedy Show, 7 p.m. Shuey's going to be there shooting some freaking vid. And then we have Comedy Night with Ted Jones this Thursday, 9.30 p.m. at Asylum NYC. Hopefully you'll be there. We'll double-check your schedule. But, guys, two comedy shows this week. I cannot wait. And uh, you guys just check the link in this YouTube video, Instagram. You're watching this on Spotify. Hello. Yes, we have video on Spotify. Very exclusive and very great. Thank you so much, Spotify, for the opportunity. And, um, you know, just stay linked in with uh, Ted Jones World. But, yeah, you check the link in the bio. And All right. we usually have those uh, lineups up there like two and a half, three weeks beforehand. So um, Good. moving and grooving. And then, as I told you before we got on 
here on air, but I've told you guys listening and watching, going down to Florida, President's Day weekend, and opening for Hannah Burner down there. So that should be super exciting. I'm That's excited crazy. to get down to uh, Miami. My dad's down there, so I'll stay with him when I'm down there. Nice. Yeah, man. Looking yeah. forward to it. Hopefully I work with her too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Great girl. Um, I told her, it was funny, like she has made – the transition from reality to doing something was uh, she completely on Bravo or something? in her career, like Cardi B. Yeah, she's on Bravo. She's on the yeah. Summer House. Gotcha. So um, I had seen like a few episodes, maybe like season two and season three, but like I haven't really kept up with it. And then I, I think she did three seasons, wow. if I'm not mistaken. But bro, they wanted me to do that show. I know. They asked I, me to do that I show. I was wondering, was that the same times. show? Yeah, yes. Uh, two separate times. And like, at the time, bro, like, I was working for my dad. Who asks you? So, like, producers, like, were in my DMs, no joke, on Instagram. And How do they know you? I think just, like, seeing um, people who grew up in the city, this person knows that person, that person. Oh, who's that guy in the picture? Whatever. But, like, at the time, as I was just saying, I was working for my dad. So I knew that the image that was going to be projected of me on TV was like, oh, look at this rich kid working for his dad's company. That's not what I wanted, man. You know, like, I didn't want... Yeah. camera following me and like oh yeah like oh he works for his dad oh nice go look at him take out the trash at his dad company go look for him freaking getting coffee for his dad or making a fax for his dad i didn't want that okay so if it was something that was like oh it's following ted jones to comedy shows the vlogs the podcast that's a different story yeah but i just didn't feel like i was me at that point you know i didn't want them to come into the family office and film me make excel spreadsheets is that what they do that's amex bill well <laughs> yeah that's what they would do like on this particular show on Summer House. I mean, I have not watched it in a while, but yeah. I mean, they just follow these ki- uh, young adults, I guess, in their 30s, late 20s, and follow them around, and then they all go together to a Summer House, and then obviously there's a lot of drama, because any reality show needs a lot of drama. Dude, I feel like I'd be like the the Antichrist on like one of these reality shows. Yeah, I couldn't really see you on a reality just show. You're too like, even-keeled. Uh, yeah, you know? I'm very like, level-headed. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> you would not blow up fights, like stuff like that. I They'd feel like, like... All right, Chewy, well, somebody call, somebody said something bad about your religion. Yeah. Like, what? Not even. And it's like, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, like, yeah. Start, you grab the camera, you're like, all right, boys, let's actually focus on how to shoot here. Uh-huh. Like, I'll have my like secondary TV show happening at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I love how, like, you know I would do that, too. I'd be like, you right? guys mind if I vlog, do the behind the scenes? Like, everyone's expecting this, like, filthy summer house, like, TV show. Yeah. And then by the end of the season, all the characters are mentally healthy. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's that, what would happen. Yeah, that also wouldn't do well on TV. No. You know, it's just, like, a ton of drama. So we just yeah. filmed this up behind the scenes um ted jones interview i'm excited to see how this comes out um shuey taking full directorial lead over this it was like a intro to the apartment the studio kind of a little background on what my life has been like the past 30 years because as you know i am 30 how old are you you're 26 24 24 so shuey a lot younger than me but hey you know he's freaking he's grinding and i appreciate it so i don't really care about ages you know as long as you're 18 and up you know maybe something could happen yeah i don't know if i was what i was talking about there implying of like girls and guys that was good you feel comfortable you're good listen i'm I'm not having sex with right. you so um, <laughs> not yet at least not yet oh well, dave chappelle you were at dave chappelle last night at the stand how was that dude it you was with your buddy it was a wild wild experience wild experience so yeah. did he have multiple people open for him so yeah. I was at the stand on Wednesday night when Chappelle was there. Okay. Um, I didn't go downstairs and like check him out. It was a madhouse at the stand. For those of you who Crazy. don't know, we're doing this stand comedy show, Ted Jones comedy show, tonight. So get there, okay? But anyway, I saw Chappelle on Wednesday night. Didn't stay for his set. It was a madhouse. You went last night, Thursday, so tell us about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we get there. We got the tickets. They dropped them at like 3 p.m. And my roommate bought. And 
you had to buy in pairs. So I was like, okay, I'll come. And but we get to the show. Yeah. And like, first of all, the show before Chappelle, Louis C.K. shows yeah, up. I saw that. I saw that. Eric He's Andre shows up. Uh, someone else. I'm I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting right now. Ryan Long was on the show. Yeah. Hilarious comics. This was downstairs, right? Yeah. And we were just like talking to them upstairs. Okay. Totally normal. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's Chappelle's show. Mm-hmm. He had like Sam J. And Will Savins open. Yeah. Hilarious. Awesome. Then Shane Gillis came up. Yes. And then Pete Davidson dropped by. Okay. Honestly, we thought Kanye was coming. Yeah. Because Kanye's in the city right now. And, like, we were, like, putting two and two together. Yeah, you thought like, he was going to show up. Yeah. He, I'd, I'd say for the stand, you know, you go to the stand, you really never know who's going to show up. shown up to the stand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you never know who's going to show up at the stand, as cheesy as that sounds. Never. I mean, Jim yeah. Gaffigan's been um, on the Ted Jones comedy show. We had... Michael Rappaport last you week. You had Jim Gaffigan? Yeah. Bro, don't you freaking watch my videos, dude? This guy's freaking doing all the video for us, and he doesn't even watch the freaking vlogs. Yeah, Jim J- Gaffigan came to the Ted Jones Comedy Show. You guys remember that, right? Yeah. He dropped in, did 15 minutes. Like He dropped in? Yeah. You didn't, like, DM him? No. You DM dropped him. in. DM him. No, I did. I, and after that, I was like, dude, you know, anytime you want to come. You got his you number? Just let me know. Get the digits? No, I didn't have Social digits. Security? No, no. I just, you know, DM, whatever. All right. Whatever it is. Also, because, like, those guys are dropping in at the stand all the time. You all know? the like time. Like, Louis. Um, I mean, Chappelle, when Chappelle comes, he freaking goes yeah. in, does an hour, and I'm sure, you know, has a great agreement with the club. But, you know, when those other guys drop in, they, they locked up our phones. 15 minutes. Yeah. 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 I love that. Crispy, dewy rain outside. You hear that? Mm-hmm. You like the rain? I love the rain. Really? Yeah. It's peaceful. It's very peaceful. In New York, during this time of the year, it's pretty gross, but yeah. um, in Atlanta, I love the rain. Right. Yeah. How's the weather down in Atlanta right now? Beautiful. Beautiful. 50s. It hit 60 this week. It was just incredible. The best. Nice. That's why I love it. Atlanta. Nice, dude. Very big part. I have never actually been to Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, not that I wouldn't go. I just haven't had any reason to go down there. Um, I would love to go to Atlanta. And also let us know where you guys are listening, watching from. Yes, yeah, Jonesworld at gmail.com. If you're from Atlanta and you want to party with Shuey, you hit him up. <laughs> you hit him up on the DM. So um, we can absolutely cut this part out. But if you want to, are, are you able to touch on the beginning of this episode? Kind of what happened with your family? We can absolutely cut this part out. Oh. Oh, w- with my sister? Yeah. Uh, she was uh, she was actually my sister Rachelie. She was born with a, a a genetic disease called Tay-Sachs. Yeah, and uh, she uh, individuals with Tay-Sachs regularly they on average only live till like three years old, two or three, and she uh, she lived till nine, which is a uh, which was huge. And like I, I grew up with the uh, with if you have Tay-Sachs, you you lose your eyesight, your mobility ability to speak you're very much uh i don't know locked to your bed essentially and it's it was an incredible experience growing up with racheli um very unique um i don't know it, it definitely just undeniably influenced how how i am as a human being and how i live my life um but uh, it was a. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to even say. Like, she's she was an incredible individual. She taught us my family a lot about a lot about love and a lot about life very early. Like I was very much exposed to to universal truths and experiences that I feel like many others only begin to think about. I don't know when their grandparents start to pass. Um. Yeah, being exposed to that really young, 
um, definitely influence how I think, how I approach relationships, endeavors in general. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm talking about myself and not about her. No, I mean, I, it's yeah. how it affected you. You know, how how old were you? I was in nine? I was in ninth grade. So you were fourteen. Yeah, nine. I sort of ran away. That's why I went like a very big part why I went to school in Philly. Yeah. Uh, it was the year. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with, I could not even imagine, you know, I mean, you, you think about that, like, like you said, when a grandparent or somebody dies or maybe like your friend's parent dies, you kind of see the world for like what it really is. And like how every day as cheesy as the sounds, come on, as cheesy as the sounds every day that you wake up is a blessing. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've woken up and like, my fucking back hurts. And I'm like, God damn it. I would do anything for my back to not hurt. You know, like I don't care if you give me a billion dollars and I have a hurt back. I'd rather not have a hurt back. You know, and there's so many different people in the world that have health, but they don't have wealth. They have wealth. They don't have health. And, you know, every time you singulate out an hour of the day, you know, you got to look for the, got to look for the good and great in uh, every part of the day which I'm sure you know and I can see you know how you act in general and I know, and I know you appreciate life but like it's um it, it's it's sometimes very deep to get into you know people never really freaking think about it no you know like you can not wake up tomorrow you can easily not wake up tomorrow maybe not you and I you know we're seem- seemingly healthy guys but like people who are 60 65 years old like it's not out of the question that they just don't wake up you know, and it's crazy. So I don't know what happens after after this life. I guess we could talk about this for a little bit because, mm. you know, you're pretty religious. But, like, yeah, I think that everything you do on earth while you're here is important. It can't just mean nothing. I really don't think it can mean nothing. Like, it doesn't make sense that it doesn't matter if you're a bad person or a good person. I think it's got you, there's got to be something to be said for being a good person. You know, like, karma works in in great ways when you are a good person and it works in not so great ways when you're not a good person. So I just imagine that there's got to be something after this, after, um, yeah, you know, after we all die here. And the only thing that's promised is birth and death. Mm. What are what are your thoughts on that? You know, being religious. I mean, even from like a non-religious perspective, I really think they're, I don't know, the, the experience of, of living is, it's just like what on a, on a basic level, your experience of life is different than my experience of life. And, 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 uh, I, I think there, I, I don't know. I don't want to make any crazy arguments, but the very fact that we can, we can't step out of life and, and analyze it in a really true way because we're in it almost implies that there's, something beyond or something that like, like we'll, we'll, we'll never have the answer to simulation. Maybe, maybe, or just like, like this is a, uh, we're, we're, st- we read the world through our brain. So we'll never be able to leave this. Like, like we will always have to work from the inside out to try to understand the world and try to understand life. Unless maybe there's some sort of psychedelic or maybe some sort of drug experience, outer body experience that you can have. But I will never be able to be in your brain to look at the world. True. So like even the fact that I can't do that, like just shows how locked in we are to our own individual like perspective. Yeah. 
And so, like, we'll we'll never know. And there are, I don't know, truths from, like, the religious perspective that I very much find comfort in. Um, it, but that's all anything could ever do is, is provide comfort. Any like, reincarnation beliefs, maybe? Um, as another human or another species being, whatever it is? Maybe. May, may, maybe. Deep, yes. I don't know. I don't know about... Re- I, I don't know... Reincarnation co- has a lot of like baggage, yeah. Sure, um, but I don't know. There are some proofs in the Torah, which I, is the Jewish Bible, uh, that I like to think about. Like it always talks about when people die in the in the Torah. It says for for in six instances, it says, "Oh, this individual was buried amongst his kin or buried with his family," but in actuality, in only like four characters were actually buried with their family. So like the implication from like a Torah perspective is that like, oh, they're actually gathered together afterward. And that like, um, that there is some existence after life where you're brought back to, to oneness with, I don't know, your ancestors, almost like that scene out of like Black Panther, like where it's just in that purple world. I, I don't know. I never saw it, but you never saw I it. Imagine a lot of people have, yeah. Yeah, um, but afterlife is a is a weird. It's the Torah actually doesn't talk about the afterlife, like ever. It implies a lot of things, but it never talks about it because its core principle is that life is for the living. You're not supposed to think about like Judaism is not a religion about the afterlife. Judaism is a religion about this life. Um, other religions have more focus on afterlife, so they do yeah, things right. to make sure that they get that afterlife and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's not what I don't know. Judaism is about. I I mean I'm sure you guys know. I went to Hebrew school. Um, I spent my years uh, probably when I was like eight years old. Uh, I guess t- through my bar mitzvah, I went to Hebrew school like twice a week. Really? So I definitely learned a lot about that. But I mean, when you're that young, you know, you're not really paying attention that much. And then also, like, I mean, when I had my Torah portion, I memorized my Torah portion. Really? You guys? I did. Yeah. 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 This is I don't remember my bar mitzvah. Well, that's because it was just like ingrained in my brain. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but you know how to read Hebrew? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew how to kind of read Hebrew, but like that's why I had to learn it. I yeah. didn't just memorize it. <laughs> crazy. Like now, I d- and now I still remember it 17 years later. Wow. Crazy. Crazy how the mind works, man. But how are the ladies treating you, bro? The ladies have been, yeah. it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I started going out with this very nice, very nice lady. I know that you had a date the other week. Was this the same girl? Mm-hmm. Imagine it isn't. Oh my God, it is? I think so. Okay. Yeah. That was like that three weeks we ago. Filming the, yeah. We were filming that vlog uh-huh. over there. Okay. Good. Yeah. So this is date number what? I don't know. Probably like six or seven. Six or seven? Jeez. So you're going to ask her to be your girlfriend soon? Hopefully she's not listening. I don't think maybe she is. That'd be cute. I feel like we don't ask that anymore. I feel like at some point you got to be like, well, you know, I'm not seeing anyone. Well, something like that. It's already implied. I feel like. Oh, yeah. I don't know though. No, I think you got to get in there with the words and be like, I'm not seeing anyone else. I'm only seeing you. Like, are you kind of only seeing me? Uh And I think that's where it gets implied. 
got to talk about the the outside perspective, maybe. Maybe. But yeah. if, you're fe- if you feel comfortable and you feel like it's, I'll, I'll definitely address it. Yeah, I'll bring it up. But it's been <laughs> it's been, like it's been going well. Yeah. yeah, it's been going well though. Good. Yeah. And she's from New York. She's from Atlanta. Oh, so you know her from Atlanta? We uh, yeah we uh, I didn't know her when I grew up. Yeah. Uh, growing up, I did not know her, but yeah, she grew up a couple streets down from me. Whoa. We went to the same school. Nice, dude. Yeah. That's great. She's two years older than me. Let's go, yeah. Cougars. All right, mm-hmm. cool. I prefer the younger woman, women at this particular time in my life. Uh, but yeah. we'll see. I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, whatever. Your I'll tone. take whatever the Lord throws at me, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, Shuey, dude, thank you so much for hopping on the couch. This was last minute. Dude, this is great. It's not real. Yeah. You got to do this again. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Um, but guys, Shuey Fear, you need anyone to friggin' shoot video for you, don't hit him up, all right? Because he's freaking busy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm uh, I'm kidding. But, um, you know, dude, uh, whatever you want to say, why don't you um, plead to the people? Let them know know what's on your mind for for the last words here on the pod. Oh, okay. Wow. What a putting me on the spot. Yes. Yeah. I like the spot, though. Yes. Um, So what's what's, um, on the agenda for you for the next three years living here in uh, New York City? Man, um, I would like to... Ultimately, leave my current day job. Yes, I'd like to transition into a more creative field that allows me to bring innovative ideas to either music to film or to like advertising. Uh, I would love to keep practicing stand-up comedy. It's a real hustle. Um, I also want to maybe get get into that thing that we were talking about earlier, like. Maybe creating content that's more, I don't know, mental mental healthy, very uh, spreading positivity and wellness. Absolutely. Through like I don't know, real ins- real inspirational videos, um, because I feel like that's my natural space, and comedy is like a, a practice. You know, um, if anyone wants to hire me, I'm always happy to film content especially for creators. You can follow me at Shuey Fear, S-H-U-I-F-I-E-R on Instagram. Um, come by for Shabbos. I'd love to have you for a Shabbos meal. I know, dude. I got to come. I got to come. Yeah. Figure it out one day. I definitely have to come. Yeah. It's got to happen. Absolutely. Got it. Um, but what else? I Read books. Is that? Can I end on that? <laughs> yeah, dude. You know whatever you want. Yeah. 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 Oh, I also write music, so look up Shuey Fear on iTunes. Also, nice, dude. Shuey Fear. This guy's a, a deep kid. Great dude. Shuey, thank you so much for hopping on, guys. If you want to see Shuey, you want to see Ted Jones, you come to the Ted Jones Comedy Show tonight at the stand, 7 p.m. We have a lot of freaking tickets sold. I don't know how many are left, but check the link in this YouTube video. Hopefully, there are some left. And if you guys don't make it to this show tonight, you come to Comedy Night with Ted Jones. Thursday night, 9.30 p.m. at Asylum NYC. And if you guys don't make it to that show, don't worry. Just check the link in this YouTube video, and we'll get you to a show, okay? We'll see you guys soon. Peace.